Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 181. And wait. Wait. Go. Welcome to episode 181 of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host, at Michael J. Paul. You're joined by the Hollywood assassin himself, Mark Schwann. Mark, how you doing, buddy? I am doing great as ever, my man. How you doing? Not bad, not bad. It's a rough, long week. Happy to come to an end. You're always happy for the week to come to an end. I'm always bombed when it comes to an end. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I love what I do. Oh, that's a huge difference between us then. <laughs> Except for this. I look forward to the end of the week so I can be here in the studio to do what I do best, this. Yes. Yes, I'm always looking forward to being in the studio, actually. I've had a rough, really long week. What's wrong, buddy? Uh, my new lady friend and I went on a third date. Yeah? That's it. Done. No more. What happened? So, ladies, my DMs are once again open, so make sure you slide into them at Michael J. Putty, and uh, we'll take it from there. And then I, I think I'll tell you off air, I had a colon and endoscopy, which sucked. Although, great sleep. Oh, I'm sure. I love sure. those procedures. I just get knocked out and one of the best. I'm not a good sleeper. It's, it's great sleep. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you need a good sleep. Michael Jackson was on to something. Just, just do what Putty did. <laughs> go, go to your doctor and make some stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was my week. I'm happy it's over. Can't drink. So, the Sober Podcast. You can't, you're not drinking as well. You're on a diet. I'm on a keto diet. So, so, I think this is our first ever both people are sober in a podcast. I know. Let's see how the show goes. That's actually been the shittiest part about my week. I'll say that. No drinking? The, the whole, well, I don't really drink during the week that much. Oh, so I'm um, alcohol. Okay. Yeah. You guys are just me. Okay. I've told you about that <laughs> many times. Um, no, but like, no carbs, no sugar. So I have a cheat day coming up this weekend. I'm definitely heavily capitalized on that. What are you getting? What are you getting? What am I getting? I'm, whatever's in my sight. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's Apparently, there's a big Yonkers festival on Saturday. I'm going to venture out to that. Sounds good. Yeah. Now, are you going to drink as well or just eat? I'm going to do both. Okay. Party on. Party on. And then Sunday, right back to normal. and okay. my Or my new normal. Yeah. Until I get down to weight, man. That's, that's, I have a target weight, and then that's it. So this can go on for another two months, but only until you reach your weight. So it's, no, not, it's not like it's, a two or three week thing. No, it's it's going to be. Two, I am, The weight I'm going right now, the, the amount I'm losing weight per day, um, I should be hitting track on Wednesday. Okay. I should, depending how much gain weight I gain on Saturday. <laughs> Good luck. Ah, thank you. It sucks. I've heard a lot about this diet, and that's why most people say it sucks. It really sucks. Why this one? Not like Weight Watchers or Atkins? Because I've done this before in the past. Uh, for I had to lose a lot of weight really fast for a roll, and I lost 30 pounds in one month doing this. So I know it's effective. I know how to do it. But it's one of those fad things where the weight comes right back when you're done. No, I I I know how to maintain. Oh, so I maintained for a while. It's just like the honeymoon messed me up. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. 
All right, well, enough, enough about rambling on. You ready to get into some wrestling news? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Watch your mouth. Hey, whoa, whoa. Watch your fucking mouth. You don't tell me what to do. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. All right, Mark, did you watch NXT this week? Of course I watched NXT. That's a big news story. NXT debuted live on the USA Network. Not without the negative result because it was announced Velveteen Dream, Arturo Rujas, and Kona Reeves have suffered injuries and are not clear to compete. No way. Yeah. Kona Reeves was busted open during the pre-show dark match. It may have some orbital damage. Oof. It takes a while for people to recover from that. Arturo Rujas. Am I saying that right? Arturo Rujas? Arturo, Arturo Rujas. Uh, probably needs x-rays on his fingers. He's also on the not clear list. Okay. And Velveteen Dream was singing, quote-unquote, walking gingerly after his title match. And he is suffering from lumbar pain. And he's also been placed on the not cleared list. Wow. I During that match, phenomenal match, by good, the way. Good match, yeah. Uh, I, I was noticing that he, I thought for a second he might be injured. That was pretty rough. He took some bump, big bumps. Huge bumps. Yeah. So yeah. Quick recovery to them. That's a, for the uh, Velveteen Dream, that would be a big blow. Especially when you're going to go head-to-head with AEW soon. Because he's, he's a major draw, I feel like, for NXT. It's just some lumbar pain, so hopefully it just... You know, heating pad, maybe a cryo chamber. Icy hot. Icy hot, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be back in time. We'll keep you updated. But speaking of NXT, we used to do this thing in a previous season. We went over the ratings. I've done that in a while. Let's get into there some ratings. USA drew 1.179 million viewers, show ranked number four in the night and cable, behind America Horror Story, Basketball Wives, and the Black Ink crew. I don't, don't know what that show is. NXT ranked number 19 in viewership for the night overall. Okay. Not decent. Decent. Yeah, I feel like NXT is really for like, the hardcore fans in general, yeah. so I feel like that's actually pretty good for them. They drew 1.179. To compare, Raw drew a 2.272 million, and SmackDown drew a 2.064 million. Okay. So they're within striking distance, right? But it's the first show. Soon after any AEW premieres. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting to see. Like I said, I, just, I think it was a big mistake, because I could watch NXT the next day. Right, especially... Uh... Now, is the whole thing going to be on WWE Network, or is it just the second hour? Second hour is just for these two weeks while Suits wraps up. Right, but I'm talking about, like, you know, as far as when you're talking about watching it back the next day. It's full two hours. Full, it's uh, it's going to be the full two hours. Because the full two hours are going to be on USA, so I think it's going to be the full two then hours. Then what? Mm, so why, why, why watch NXT over eight? I'm going to get to that later. <laughs> oh, okay. Something to look forward to. Yeah. I'm going to get that during our TV takedown. So let's move on to another news. Fox announced two new shows that will air before SmackDown debuts on Fox Friday, October 4th. They will air SmackDown's Greatest Hits on Friday, September 27th, which will be hosted by Charlotte Flair and The Miz. They will also air WrestleMania's Legendary Moments on Sunday, the 29th, narrated by John Cena. Huh. They're really pushing this. They really are pushing it hard. Fox will also air a 30-minute blue carpet special the night it debuts, which also is the 20th anniversary show. That, that makes sense, but... I just feel Fox is going to get really disappointed. They don't know what they're getting into. They're not, they're not going to pull the ratings they're expecting. Also, it's also a Friday night. Yeah, you know, like, who's really going to watch Friday night? Hell, we're wrestling fans. We can't really watch Friday night because yeah. we'll be doing the show. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I mean, good news is there's nothing on Friday night, so this is something to watch live different every week. For the, no reruns. For the people no that are not doing anything with their lives. I don't know. I'll see, uh, let's just see how far this goes and see when they stop promoting the show. Are they going to keep promoting it or are they eventually going to give up and say, mm, 
Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just feel like Friday is a bad spot for them. Especially on a network. Ugh. Right. Exactly. I don't know how much their show is pulled in this season. There's a, there's a reason. I'm sorry to cut you off. There's a reason why you don't hear about hit shows on Friday nights. There's a reason for that. You're absolutely right. Like, name the last time you, you watched like, a hit show on a Friday night. I, crickets. Right. Crickets. That's also... You know why? Because you're going out getting fucking drunk and going out with your friends on Friday nights. That's what you're doing. That's what I did. That's also... I think it still is to this day, but that when a show gets moved to Friday nights, it's the kiss of death. Yeah, I think take care, bye. And you be starting off like they, it's a dumb move by Fox. Well, Friday used to be a big show. TGIF used to be a family night. Then family television kind of went the way of the dinosaur, right? And uh, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. I said, I'm not looking too optimistic about this. Yeah, I, I'm neither am I. They are investing a lot. They're pushing it hard, but seriously, you can push it. As much as you want. It's it's just a shitty spot. So see what's up. On the news. You hear about Big Cass? What happened to the Big Cass? Oh, uh, but the, he got kicked out. Yeah, of, de- of, of, which, which wrestling promotion was it? Wrestle Pro. Wrestle Pro. There you go. Thank you. Uh, some details came out. He was he was booked on the event, although he wasn't advertised to be on the show. Interesting, because he was a surprise, character, surprise return. Okay, yes. Yeah. He was described as aggressive and very erratic. He confronted Joey Janela. Some sort of kind of a revenge with that whole... Uh, with, I guess with en- him and Enzo, Enzo yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, then we're telling him backstage, try to calm him, but things escalated really quickly. Apparently then he got to a verbal altercation with the leaving Pat Buck, and even spat in his face. Pat Buck punched him in the face and took him down. And so, then kicked him out. So there goes, I guess, Big Cass's return to WWE rumors because now Buck has come to the WWE, so I'm sure he has some say. Oh, of course. Police were called. They took him to the hospital. He issued an apology via Enzo Mori's social media. Joe Janela released a statement on Twitter. Big mess. Everybody's trying to move on, but this is not the first time we've heard big enough things about Big Cass. I don't know what's up with him. Like, I don't know. I feel like we are still missing a bits and pieces of the story. Um, well, there's three sides to every story. Exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, it's definitely not a good look for Big Cass, or Enzo for that matter, because they go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, Big Cass talking about, yeah, it's true that WWE and him have been in talks. I really don't believe it, okay, at all. Like you know, tell like show me who you walk with, and I'll tell you who you are. Mm, that's deep, you know. And he's walking with Enzo Amore, and WWE wants nothing to do with Enzo, obviously, because of all the shit that he's done. It's still, I feel like, too soon for him to come out. Oh, I changed. I'm changed. Blah blah blah. Whatever. It's like, it's too soon. No one changes overnight. What was that quote again? You said, "Tell me who you." Oh, I see where you're going. <laughs> Tell, show me you walk with I'll tell you who you are okay that's all I wanted I wasn't saying anything about Batista whatever <laughs> Cass did end his apology with and I quote when and if I reemerge as a public figure it will be in good faith and I hope to inspire those who struggle with some same mental health issues I do if Tyson Fury can do it so can I remember I ain't dead and neither are you so good luck to him that's all we can see right good luck to him yeah, good, to good luck to him I mean whatever shit he's going through right now he has to take care of it if he wants to recover with his career Amen. That's the only thing you do. So, yeah. Quick recovery to him. Best if, of luck. Even if it means taking like, a break from wrestling and just focusing on his own shit, then I would say do that. And same with Enzo. Absolutely. But Enzo is like the Antonio Brown of wrestling. So, moving on real quick. Talked about it last week the whole commentary shakeup that's coming. Yes. Did you get the call? No, not yet. Did I you? got the text. Son of a bitch. 
You're nothing without me, so good luck. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just wanted to see your face. We talked about how Corey Graves and Michael Cole are going to go to SmackDown, allegedly. It sounds like this is going to be a thing. Well, Russell Votes on Twitter is reporting that the Raw commentary will be comprised of completely new names, and your Raw announced team for the flagship show will be Vic Joseph and Dio Madden. I, I refuse to believe that this is going to be true. Like, how can you, again, as you call it, the flagship show, which it is. Yeah, everyone calls it that. Yeah. It's one of the longest-running shows in television. Weekly episodic. Weekly episodics. Thank you. And you're going to have these two guys going to be uh, the voices of Raw? I feel like they haven't really proven that much yet to do that. Court, did Corey Graves until he was given that shot? Yeah, on NXT. Was he announced? I wasn't sure. Yeah, he, yeah. No, he was doing NXT for a while, and Corey Graves is very good. What have you guys been doing announcing on 205 Live and other shows? Yeah, but I feel like 205 is a different product, though. 205 yeah, is just, it's just... Different audience. A different audience. It's more focused on in-ring, not necessarily a storyline, and not necessarily for a wider audience. I mean, the people who watch the Cruiserweight division to 205 Live, it's a very small audience. They have good voices, can tell a story. Does it matter who the voices is? It does. Okay. It definitely does. You know, we not to toot our own horns, but we get a lot of props from uh, from the wrestlers that we've called their matches for because like they say hey man usually i turn the commentary on mute but i actually like listening to you guys you guys tell the story thank yeah, we, you we were unknowns yeah maybe, we're maybe un- these guys will do maybe i don't know but maybe these guys will be the monkey j party mark Schwann of the wwe <laughs> that's funny but it, you know to answer your question i mean does it matter yes it does it matters a lot because like you know what not for nothing i mean raw is three hours I'm a busy guy. I'm not sure. I'm not really keeping my eye on the television screen, television screen the whole time. I'm doing shit, but you know, if I'm hearing the commentary and something's catching my attention, I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to watch. So that's on commentary. I don't give them a shot. See how they are storytelling wise, and uh, that's whew, whatever. It seems like they're going to make SmackDown the flagship show now because everyone's going to SmackDown. But yeah, good luck to them. Yeah, I mean, what can say exactly. And again, if they suck. Dial it up, 619-343-3005. Me and Mark are waiting. But it's also a rumor. We don't necessarily know if it's true. That's why I'm not putting too much weight into this right now because I feel like that's... If it's one name, that's one thing. If it's two guys that are relatively new, I I don't necessarily think that's a good move. Finally, Mark, in other news, hearts are broken all over the world. Tori Wilson tied the knot to her longtime partner, Justin Tupper. Are you okay, man? I'm okay. I'm not too bad, but I know people who are a little upset. A little upset. Tori Wilson is a beautiful woman. Beautiful America's sweetheart. Oh, yeah. They got married in a private ceremony in Sedona, Arizona, which also featured their dogs, like much like yours did, right? <laughs> um, no, not really. I mean, yes and no. It was cardboard cutout. <laughs> Any advice for the newlyweds? Any advice? Just keep doing what you've been doing. Don't let anyone interfere with your shit. And uh, do, what got you to the dance? Keep doing that. <laughs> Great advice. Great From advice. my two months of marriage experience. <laughs> so the news we got this week, Mark. Let's uh, do this. some TV takedown. Woo! It's time for this week's TV takedown. Let's get into this week's TV takedown, Mark. The floor is yours. All right. So we're, you're touching on NXT before, and I really, get, I really have to talk about NXT right now. So yeah, one million viewers... Respect. 1.1, not bad. 1.1, okay. Here's my thing about NXT. Right, so for the one hour, it was on USA. And I have to say, phenomenal in-ring action. Yeah, great job. Oh, my God. It, from from bell to bell, just lights out action. It was great. Now, 
I actually forgot that I was going on to WWE Network the second hour. Yeah. And the way it ended on USA Network, it just seemed like it ended. Like, that's it. Because that was a good ending, actually. If anything, like, you know, title changed hands. The Undisputed Era, all four of the guys, say they're, they're champions now. It's yeah. a cool, cool send-off. And that's it. Whoops. WWE Network has the second hour. <laughs> no one's going to switch over. No, nobody. I think they yeah. did that because not they wanted to grab people who don't have the network. And the, right. they let that as one hour as a standalone episode. And also, here's the thing, dude. Now you're going to have two hours of this eventually on USA Network. Yep. So this is a big thing about NXT. And if AEW, I think AEW want to go head to head, they're going to sh- uh, they're going to showcase wrestling and storytelling. NXT, if you notice, is just all wrestling. Yeah, they have a couple of storylines going on occasionally, but it's mostly just wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I, there were like no real promos or anything like that. Again, phenomenal action, but it's just like for people again, a small group of audiences who just really care about the in ring action. Now, if you want, you know, what, what, what professional wrestling was called, the soap opera for men. Correct. If you want more of that, which is something I miss. Yeah. You know, I think AEW will be the show, and they're going to kick NXT's ass. We're talking about it before the show started. Why am I going to watch NXT over AEW when I can watch NXT the next day on the network? And that's a huge thing. That's going to be a huge uh, mistake. Huge mistake. So, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're thinking of. Of trying to do this. I mean, if WWE really... I mean, I, I don't know Fox's lineup. I don't know what they have going on Wednesday nights. But I would try to put SmackDown on Wednesday nights. On uh, Fox. The Mass Singer. Oh, The Mass Singer. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's a big show. Huge. They're not... Fox not moving that. Nope. This Fox deal could bite WWE in the ass. It's going to allow AEW to gain some steam. Because, yeah, I... We'll see. If people are really curious to see what's going on with, NXT, uh, with AEW, they're going to watch AEW. And then, like, what, see what you said, they're going to watch uh, NXT the next day. I think it's kind of the same thing between WCW and WWE. People are probably going to flip back and forth the whole time. But why flip, but uh, why flip it, back and forth yeah. the networks right there? they got to they delay. they got to delay that. I don't know how they do it, but... I mean, they do, do it with Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, you can't do it the next day. That's, that's ugh, make a mistake. I mean, obviously, they have some sort of agreement with USA that they have to do a delay. Probably. So, yeah. like, I don't know why this wouldn't be the case. And they, they do need to switch it up a little bit. It's going to disappoint NXT fans because NXT fans, it seems like they just really just generally care about the in-ring action. Again, I, that's what it seems like. I'm a newer NXT viewer, so someone correct me if I'm wrong. Are you going to continue watching NXT? Because we tried a little bit a couple months ago. I'm going to watch wrestling. Dude, I, I'm honestly, not to sound like a snob, I'm a really busy fucking guy. I'm actually pumped for this time around with wrestling because there's just going to be so much of it. So I'm just going to catch it when I can and just watch highlights on on YouTube. But if NXT falls on my, on my schedule, that then yeah, I'll watch NXT. Okay. It's kind of interesting how talking about everyone's hyped, well, maybe just me, what SmackDown on Fox is going to look like. Talking about everyone changing production value, different camera angles, different sets. How do you think it was when the announcers are now are up almost like a like football thing? They're not... On the floor, they're not by the. They're like up, like in the middle of the stadium. Do you notice that? Overlooking the crowd, overlooking the ring. Oh yeah, like that's a different angle. That's a different perspective than I've ever seen wrestling before. Well, you gotta do something different. You gotta switch it up. I mean, I'm personally, a fan, I'm a traditionalist. I am a tra- uh, fan of the commentators being by ringside because hell, I want to see someone go through a table, possibly. Yep. 
You don't get that on a roll. Well, they have to go up to the yeah. stage and do yeah. it. I was never a fan of it by the stage. No, I was never a fan of it either. But whatevs. Whatevs, exactly. That's NXT. What do you think about AEW airing commercials? Everyone was losing their shit about Oh, this. my God. Smart move. I heard they didn't go through USA. They went to the production, the cable companies themselves. That's why the USA or Vince couldn't say anything about it. They went right. to Comcast and another cable company. I forgot what it was. It was a really... And bought time directly from them and not going through USA. That's a, that was a smart move. Really smart move. And obviously shots fired. Yeah, I would say so. Like, you want to say you're not competing? Doing something like that says that you're competing. So why don't you just be out and open with it? Like, yes, Vince, we're coming for you. Because actions speak louder than words. You'll find out in a couple weeks. Actually, more than that, because AEW's rating is going to be huge. I'm looking forward to it. Give me like four or five weeks until things plateau and settle down. That's when I'm curious about the ratings. Yeah, obviously, in the next couple weeks, it's going to be curiosity factor. The rating is going to be through the roof. But yeah, if they can maintain after that, after like the first month, if they still maintain that, they have something going. So we'll find out. I think I mentioned this last week or a couple weeks ago. There's so much I wanted to talk about. Mm. But I think we're just going to narrow it down to I'm over the fiend. Are you really? I'm over him. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't waste, make sense. Do it waste my time. I the, mean, the, I said early in the summer, the Firefly Funhouse was the best thing on Raw. Yeah, absolutely. And now we get the Fiend. Okay, this is cool. This is different. All right, awesome. He's had one match, and now he's the number one contender for the Universal Championship. Okay. I agree. I agree with this. I, I I'm not a fan of him being the number one contender right now. And also, he's done absolutely nothing. Yeah, he, he's he, attacked a lot of people. Yeah, he, lights go out and he attacks old guys. Okay, and then disappears. Like, what? 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 What am I? What do I care about this? You attacked Jerry Lawler. Okay, like, ooh, you you, you attacked uh, a a hometown favorite and the beloved out. Jerry Lawler with his back to you. Sucker, what's a sneak snuck attack him? Sneak attack? Snuck, sneak attack him? I can't talk. He did a sneak attack. Thank you. Uh, but everybody, even Kane this week, like, so he's not really exuding any in ring in ring athleticism. He's sneak attacking these old guys. In-ring athletes. What are we talking about here? The guy's playing mind games. With who? With everyone. With the whole WWE universe. That's what he's doing. He's doing a fantastic job at that. The character is there. It's a great character. What, I, what I'm i not a fan of is the fact that they're going to put him in the number one contender spot so soon. So soon, they yeah. shouldn't. They shouldn't do that because it could kill the character. So what happens now? He has to win the championship mm-hmm. because if he doesn't, then it's going to ruin the whole character. The Fiend was was beaten in his first championship match and his second match. Can't do that unless you give him the title, but then what? I feel like he's getting stale already. No, I don't, I don't think he's getting he's the stale. Same stuff. He does the same moves, same attack. Lights go out. He attacks somebody. And, and even the Firefly Funhouses aren't even that interesting anymore. Buddy, what, what are you expecting here? What do you want? No, that's my problem. I don't know what to expect. Fickle. You're fickle. Yes. You're fickle just like all the other fans. You don't know no, not, what you no, want. No, I'm not because every other fan loves this. I'm, I think I'm an odd man down here. I think I'm a minority here for once. I, I don't know. I, 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 I need, maybe, maybe cut a promo or do something. Maybe wrestle a match. See, here's on the Raw, thing. I, let me see you on Raw in a match against Bo Dallas. I, I feel like the, the, this coming Raw, they shouldn't have the Fiend. They, they should do a, far, a, a um, Firefly Funhouse. Far, thank you. Firefly Funhouse. Because you don't want to overexpose the Fiend too much. You, you don't want to do that. I, I feel like there might have been maybe one or two too many attacks, but I'm still digging the attacks. Do you give me... Then, it's just a personal taste of mine. Had this conversation leading up to The Fiend. Should we get Bray Wyatt in character as like the, like the host? 
coming out in Raw, maybe cut a promo? Or do you see do you, I would love to see a, a live Funhouse. Fire, uh, Firefly Funhouse. I can't say that for yeah. whatever reason. Um, they should do a live Firefly Funhouse. I think that would be really cool to see. We talked about that. But yeah. I just see him popping up and doing these pre-taped things. And Seth Rollins tried to talk to him. And that didn't work out because it's obviously pre-taped. Right. I don't know. I just, just hasn't, He's losing interest in me because it's the same shit. But again, what what do you want to see? Him wrestle. You want to see the fiend wrestle, but then that overexposes him. Yeah, I thing. think he, then, I, I think I, the problem is the fact he's like a broken can, can I see Bray Wyatt wrestle then? That's the thing we talked about earlier. Maybe the fiend be the demon of Bray Wyatt. I don't know. The demon's not overexposed at all. He's barely even used. He's barely even used. That's that's the thing. They, the so WWE doesn't know how to do a balance. I think that's the problem. I think Bray they, Wyatt does. So get, get Bray, Bray Wyatt does, but he's not he's not fully in control of the character. Of course, it goes down to the fact of what Vince wants. I think Bray Wyatt should wrestle, and then maybe the Fiend on pay per views or sneak attacks on Raw. I don't know. I, I'm not. F- hmm. I just think this is weird. I think this wasn't it was done because the problem the problem then is like you're barely going to see the Fiend. Just like we barely see the demon, because again, WWE no, has use it more. Use it more. They have no idea how to balance a- I don't anything. Think, honestly, I don't think the crowd really cares that much about the demon. The crowd loves the fiend. The, the crowd does like the demon. They they get nuts about the demon. Maybe because they don't use them too much, but maybe. I, I mean, I'm personally. I think that's what I want. I think, give me. Some I'm not Bray, huge on the demon myself. Give me more Bray Wyatt and the fiend occasionally. Yeah, I think right now the next week or two, you you need more Bray Wyatt. Actually, you know, I take it back. The go home episode of Raw, the Fiend should happen. And do what? Attack Seth Rollins again? Okay, he's been there, done that. Or, or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not the obvious writer of Raw, but they, they, I think the Fiend definitely needs to show up for the the go home episode of Raw in some somehow well, some way, yeah. right? I don't see the Fiend doing a contract signing. You know, exactly. I don't see the Fiend coming down and doing something. Stupid. But Bray Wyatt should be on this week's episode of Raw. Live and in person, live and in person. Yeah, Maybe, I don't know. We can talk about this all night. You just you just over it. Yeah. Who but, are you a fan of right now? You're over WWE in general. Uh, yeah. No one really is holding my attention right now. That's a good question. I'll think about it. Get back at the end of the show. In all of wrestling right now, who's capturing your attention the most? Impact. I haven't watched it in months. <laughs> but, uh, which guy? Which woman? I don't remember nowadays because it's been so long. The whole storyline has changed. The good guys are bad guys. Bad guys are good guys. The bad guys left. I don't even know what's going on in Impact anymore. The right answer, buddy, was is Eric Jaden of all of all wrestling uh, promotions. No. I said it's Eric Jaden. He's the one capturing your attention. He's capturing everyone's yeah. attention with what he does. But I'll save that for later. Class of Champions happened. Uh, any takedowns in the pay per view? Yeah, special pay per view takedown. Uh, well, how can we not talk about it? Luke Harper, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, uh, literally out of nowhere. Roman Reigns going for a spear, and then boom, you get the boot. I was like, oh, good boot by Eric Rowan. Oh, that's not Eric Rowan. <laughs> These guys, the Bludgeon Brothers, were tag team champions until they got hurt. Of course, why not reunite them? Well, the thing was, it sounded like they were going to let Luke Harper go. The thing, they, yeah. they were going to run out his contract. Yes, for his release? Yeah. And that's why this is just such a big return, because we just thought... That was one of the new segments I cut out last week, that Eric Rowan... No, the other guy. Luke Harper was just going to sit out. They had no interest in him. Right. Vince doesn't see anything in him. He was a former what two time IC champion. Exactly, and I thought Luke Harper had a lot to bring in the ring. Actually, tremendous in ring in ring yeah. ability. Big surprise. Uh, yeah. Great character work. Like I, I really dug Luke Harper a lot. I think the fans did too. The fans were getting into him. I, I just don't understand what Vincent is seeing him. But 
this seems like this was this a work? Were we worked? I hope we were. We don't get that, we don't get that much nowadays. I hope we were worked. Like you know and what? Good job to them. If if I'm a wrestling promoter, I'm using these indie uh, these um Pot, dirt sheets podcast these dirt yeah. sheets to my advantage here. I'm using social media to my advantage. Let me fuck with the fans. They even fucked with their own roster because nobody knew he was back there. They brought right? him in the middle of the show, much like they did with the Hardy Boys and uh, somebody else. But it was last minute surprise. Nobody knew he was there until they saw him on TV. And well done. I hope we, I hope he were worked. I didn't work in a while. Good job. It was well done. And Luke Harper looked great. He did look great. My classic champions takeaway is congratulations to Dash and Wilder for making history. I love history. The first tag team to win NXT. Raw and SmackDown tag team champions. Oh wow! At least them. You know, and if if any team is going to do it, it should be them because they are really an old school, classic tag team. They're probably one of the better tag teams in wrestling right now. I don't think they mentioned it on Raw. I'm curious if they'll mention it going ahead, but yeah, I would talk about it all the time. Yeah, we're in history. This is a good notch on our belt. Right. Talk about it. Another thing going on SmackDown. Is it too obvious that Daniel Bryan is going to be teaming with Luke Harper and Eric Rowan now? Dana Bryan's been wrestling face at live shows right now, so... Yeah, it just seems like they, they broke up kind of out of nowhere, and now Luke Harper's in the mix, and now they're gonna, he's going to team with... I assume he's going to team with Roman Reigns. It just seems like he's, this is, we're being worked here as well. He's going to turn... I don't know. When you put someone through a table, it necessarily doesn't necessarily say, hey, wink, wink, we're in this together. He got thrown through a table twice. Exactly. I can see it happening. I, I, I don't know. I'm going on record now. I at, see first, that. I see that at first, I thought it was going to happen, but now I'm not too sure. I'm even more sure now. It's weird how we're both opposite like that. I'm even more sure it's going to happen now. Mm-mm. No. I'd be shocked if they did. I won't. People do want to cheer for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, no, he, does, he doesn't want them to cheer for him. He wants to be a heel. He, he likes being a heel. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a phenomenal heel, but he's also a phenomenal face. And, you know, people... He was so good at being heel, people were cheering him. Yeah. Anyway... We talk about this all night. We got more stuff to talk about. Neither one of us are drinking, so we can't go refill our drinks. Let's get right into our three count. Yes. It's time for the three count. All right, Mark. So we talked about it earlier. Luke Harper came back. A couple weeks ago, we had Sasha Banks come back. And this week on Raw, Rusev came back. That's right. Rusev Day came back. Looking amazing. Rocking the stash. So again, try to keep in theme what's going on this week. So this week's three count are the biggest surprise returns in WWE history. Or maybe at WCW, I don't know your list. We'll start with you, number three. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about WCW. No, no, no. <laughs> um, and there was so many to pick from. It's hard to narrow it down, but I'm curious right. how you did number three. Okay, so my third, my third pick here is the Hardy Boys when it came back to WrestleMania because, dude, I was never really a huge Hardy Boys fan. Yeah, neither was I. But like the fact that they kept it under wraps, like there was nothing in the sheets about this possibly being a rumor or anything like that. Like, wow, the new day it looked like they're about to come into the ladder match on their own. But it was like, no, no, no. You hear the music, fans going ape shit. I was at a bar. I think it was at Legends watching this WrestleMania with friends, and the whole bar went nuts too, including myself. I thought we did know. I thought that wasn't a dirt sheet. I thought that was a no, rumor. That's it why was, it wasn't. A maybe thing. I'm looking back and revising history, but I, thought, I don't remember being shocked. But I remember, oh, okay. No, there was like nothing. There was yeah. there was like maybe I was thinking revising history here, but they uh, they really kept that under wraps. I don't know how they did that. I don't know either. We just saw them a couple weeks ago at the HOG. They did filmed. They did a show with night two days before at Ring of Honor. I want to say 
for WrestleMania? There's a big show they, they appeared at. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They did because um, that was another thing too that threw uh, that threw it off too because they were just they were on other promotions. Yeah. So it's just like what the fuck they're in WWE. It was awesome. My number three has to do with Matt Hardy. Okay. I totally forgot about this until I was going back. I'm like, oh, sure, I remember this very vividly. 2005, when he came back after being released to attack Edge, and the whole Edge and Lita, Matt Hardy thing happened. Oh, yeah. When he came back, attacked him backstage, and he just beat the crap out of him, and he called them all different names, had to be dragged out by authorities. And, and it came from a real place. Like, you believe yeah. that this was real. W- this is really my, going on. W can kiss my ass. I'm going to see me at Ring of Honor. I'm like, what the hell happened here? What's going on? What's this? And again, I was like, wait, what? 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 What's this? Because the security swarmed them, like right. I don't see security swarm guys like that unless they're not supposed to be there. Exactly. It's one of those things I totally forgot about. That yet it came right back to me at that moment. I'm like, no, that was well done. Number two. Number two is when John Cena was a number thirty entrant uh, into the Royal Rumble, Madison Square Garden. It was after I forgot what type of injury he had. Was it uh, the triceps? Was it, was it the elbow? Something with the. It was yeah. something with his arm. arm. Yeah. And no one expected him to be back. He was supposed to be out like months. Yeah, months and months. Back, what, two months? Three months? Yeah, so he's got like a ridiculously quick turnaround time with injuries. But Unless we were also being worked. I don't know, but no, I don't know. Triple H looked legitimately shocked if you, if you play back that video. Triple H knew. Dude, it seems like they kept that shit under wraps. Whatever. At the, t- at the time being, the fans went apeshit in the garden. No one really goes apeshit over John Cena. And the wrestlers them- themselves looked shocked as hell, too. Do you remember where you were when that happened? No, I don't actually. I was there. I was there. There you go. That, that's why you remember. <laughs> Douchebag. Spent all day in the city. Met Ric Flair that day. Oh, wow. That's cool. Hung out in his limo. Did he really? Yeah. How come I'm just hearing the story now? And then we went to see uh, John Cena. Great return at MSG. You hung out with Ric Flair in his limo? Oh, he wasn't there. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't know we were there. He's such a creep. Uh, my number two, also at MSG, for some reason, I thought I was there for this. How do you mistake? And then you... I've been so many MSG moments. I thought I was there for this. Okay, because this moment is one moment that stuck with you. But it happened in January 2002. I think that was before I started going to these live shows with Abel and the Green Man and friends from college. Triple H returning at MSG January 2002 after being eight nine months away. Right. Nobody knew he was going to be there. One of those shocking returns. The the roof blew off that place, and that ovation lasted a really long time. Oh yeah, I remember like seeing an interview with him that he was like nervous, like there's gonna be like no pop, there's gonna be like crickets. Forget him, yeah, yeah. I remember that too, yeah. And no, like yeah, that ovation lasted a really long time. Huge, huge return, one of the biggest Trailblazers career. Oh yeah, like I can't great remember moment. another time, but that was like a bigger return huge for him. Time. So our number three said something similar with Matt Hardy. Number two said something similar with MSG. Curious to see what your number one is. <laughs> My number one is when The Rock. Okay. Finally came back home. Which which one? 2011? Yeah, when okay. he came back to Raw um, to host, like, to announce he's going to be the host for WrestleMania. Yeah. And, oh, dude, I had no idea that, that they were going to land a rock, that he was going to come actually come back to a wrestling ring and cut one hell of a promo, like, ate John, John Cena to shreds. Mm. And it went like tremendously over too over time. It was like of course, yeah. it went like what twenty minutes over, I think. And dude, I was just like marking out the whole time in my in my room, and just like texting friends like, "Dude, are you watching this? Are you watching this right now?" And just laughing at the lines. It was great. I watched that clip, and I just don't remember because I'm so long ago how 
because I'm so used to him being around now. Yeah. I, I think I missed out on that surprise factor. I just don't remember. Oh, he's so such ago, a surprise but, factor because, yeah. yeah, it's like the fucking rock. The rock hosting WrestleMania. I mean, he's part of the next three or four WrestleManias. Five, even, maybe. Yeah, he has some like appearances. He hosted 27. He wrestled the next two. He appeared. Yeah. And then he appeared again. I don't know. That's a good one. No, it was a great one, yeah. Mine is also about somebody finally coming back home. February 2016. Shane McMahon coming back after, what, eight-year absence? Right. So pissed at myself. I watched Raw in the delay. I stupidly checked Twitter and Instagram, and it was blowing up. I'm like, what's going on? I see Shane came back. I'm like, what? So I kind of robbed myself of that shock moment. <laughs> but watching it again, that again, that ovation lasted, but. Eight minutes or I was gonna say eight minutes. It lasted a long time. Nobody knew he was gonna be there. Right. right. Nobody I for, even I forgot about that. I don't know why. Oh wow, that was a good one too. Oh, that was a great one. That was one of the biggest surprises. I'm like, what? So where did Shane come from? There's even no rumors or nothing on the internet about him possibly coming back. Yeah. Nothing about him being backstage or coming back soon to make an appearance. Came out of nowhere. And, and he's still around to this day. And yeah, you know, he's the best in the world. And he looked great too. I mean he looked Oh great, yeah. I remember seeing like one picture from him, like it was like when he wasn't on air anymore. I was like, "Whatever happened to Shane McMahon?" Yeah. Let me Google him. He had, like like fat, out of shape, gray. I'm like, like holy shit, time did not do well for him, but now he looks phenomenal. There was a couple months prior. There was a picture of him and Batista at uh, some movie premiere. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Shane and Batista, one of two of my favorites. Where's Shane? And boom, here he is. There he is. Awesome. Do you notice like a lot of these? I, I guess. What year was Matt Hardy? 2002, you said? 2005. 2005. John Cena was 2000. So oh, it's 2008. Like, so it's like the 2000s and later we're talking about these returns. Yeah, true. I was really trying to think, like, before then. Like, I, there were really big, massive returns before then. I think the biggest one I've seen was the uh, Ultimate Warrior coming back to save Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. Yeah. Seven? I don't eight? really remember that. Yeah, do I. Like, okay. Like I don't like I remember I I remember it but I don't necessarily remember it being such a big Ric Flair coming trip. back to be the co-owner that was happening to think year two thousand in two thousand but uh, Stone Cold had a couple of returns I think those were in two thousands as well but it's it's funny like with like the it's age true. of the dirt sheets and the age of social media like these returns are very shocking because they they did such a good job hiding it from the public yeah they did a great job because beforehand like there was none of that shit they could easily just. Yeah, fucked with our emotions even more. But yeah, so kudos to WWE. Kudos as well. Great list, great job. Oh yeah, same to you. So if you agree, disagree, let us know. What are your three biggest surprise returns of all time? Hit us up on our social medias, inbox at shadowwrestling.com or six one nine three four three three zero zero five. Curious to see what other people think. Oh yeah, there, there are a lot to choose from. Moving on, Mark. Next weekend, as the official podcast of BCW, mm-hmm. BCW presents Fight for It Three live. From the Bronx, New York, at St. Helena's Gym. Your boy Nikos Rikos will be in action against Azrael and Saif Al-Sabah. Nikos Rikos making his BCW debut. I cannot wait to see what he brings to that show. Are you going to be okay sharing a room with Vicious Vicky? Are you going to be okay? Are you going to be able to compose yourself? Oh, uh, Dude, I'm a professional through uh, and through. I respect Nikos Rikos and Vicious Vicky's relationship, so absolutely. And I'm a married man. Vanity takes on Tasha Steeles. The lit superstar, Sebastian Cage. Coming off as a very impressive performance against T.J. Marconi at last show, will go against Ace that runs the place. Too good himself, Ace Andrews. That's going to be a hell of a match. The uh, tournament to crown the first ever BCW Tag Team Champions will continue. The first round, prolific, will go against the NYWC Tag Team Champions, their New York Wrecking Crew. Ooh. 
Can't and, wait to see those two teams destroy each other. And Grit goes against South Philly's finest. The monster match prelims continue with Johnny Silver going against Chuckles, Vince Steele, and Tyree Taylor, the bad boy from Brooklyn. Yes. Rick Recon goes against Mario Bocara. Bocara? You know who I have to win that one. Mario. Fuck off, man. Rick Recon's one headshot away from being the star there, BCW. Joey Ace goes against Casey Navarro in a rematch. The Satsuzan Squad will go against TJ Marconi and a mystery partner. We know it's going to be. TJ Marconi already released his mystery partner to us. Right? Well, Anthony Gangone. Really? Being his tag team partner. I hope TJ Marconi. I don't know what condition he's in. Listen, man. It, it's it's, a, it's really dumb. It's really dumb on TJ Marconi's part to do this. I mean, yes, we broke his neck at BWF 100. Well, clearly he didn't break it. He's wrestling a couple weeks later. I mean, right? he, he can't be broken, no? I mean, Kurt Angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. But. I mean, the, the dude's on a neck brace saying, like, you know, my neck's broken, blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, the the fact that the dude has to be dumb. He has to have some sort of brain damage after what we did to him to think that he can get back in the ring and face the Satsujin squad with Anthony Gangone. Does Anthony know what he got himself into? He's just going to be carrying dead weight. That's what T.J. Marconi's going to be in this match. It's going to be dead weight. But, yeah, come on down, T.J. Bring your friend with you because it's going to be the same thing once again. And poor Anthony Gangon is going to suffer the same fate as you. And your main event for the BWF BCW World Championship, Darius Carter going against Yaya, who won the opportunity at the last show. Yaya was very impressive. So this should be a hard-hitting contest. Darius Carter is rolling along. So, big test for him. Rolling along. Just rolling along. What does that even mean? What does he, that even mean? The he, longest he, reigning he, BCW champion. People come up and he knocks them down. Come up and knock them down. Yeah, man. No matter what you say about Darius Carter, he's a, he backs up what he says. Oh, please. Well, oh, yeah, he, he had a feud going on on the show. Last time, he barely escaped. He had, got by with a little help from his friends there. So did Eric at the last BWF show, so what are you talking about? No, that was just called payback. And he got, got by with a little help from his friends. It was just called payback. That that was something different. Mm-hmm. Okay. This was a straight up title match. Okay. Whatever you say, boss. It is whatever I say because what I'm telling you is the truth. Okay. I believe you. Wink. Wings don't work if I say it. But wink. Ready to move on? Ready to move on? Ready to do this? Ready to wrap the show up? Yeah, let's wrap the show up. Any go home thoughts for you? I'm too sober for this shit. Any go home thoughts? <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Uh, and I haven't had enough carbs. So. I love how you're grouchy. I'm grouchy. <laughs> And go-home thoughts? My go-home thought is uh, say your prayers for T.J. Marconi. Say your prayers for Anthony Gangon because they're going to suffer the wrath of the Satsushin Squad come September 27th at BCW's Fight for It 3. May they R.I.P. Can't wait for somebody just to smack the shit out of your face. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be you? No, not at all. I'm, gonna, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> I guess my DMs are open. But for me, you know, another good show for you, Mark. You know, I know what's drinking. You're a little crabby. But another good show. Again, check out com to donate for the pediatric cancer research. If you want to find me, the Hollywood assassin, Mark Schwann, you can go to yourfavoriteactor.com. All my social media listings are there. Putty, what do you have? Hit me up at Mark J. Putty and on across all platforms. A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram. Shot of Wrestling, no A on Twitter. Our Twitter's blowing up, Mark. It is. Fantastic job over there. Oh, I, know, I know you. what you're doing. I appreciate it. 
No, no doubt, man. Figure I'd do my part. But for everyone listening at home, I am the Hollywood assassin, Mark Schwann. I've been your host at Mugger J Party. Until next week, party out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. <laughs> but I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>